Ryan, and we've got Chris here uh, from Cast City Outfitters. We're going to talk about weapon-mounted lights today. Hey guys, um, weapon-mounted lights, kind of a big topic. Um, Want to run through, um, starting with handguns, work our way through rifles, and just discuss a little bit about shotgun lights as well. Um, you know, lights are, again, huge topic. You've got a number of different manufacturers out there. You've got a number of different sizes available. Um, and, and, you know, some of the brighter lights are applicable for almost any application. Some of the, the smaller dimmer lights are great for CHL, but we're going to kind of run through, you know, what your options look like, maybe some things to avoid, definitely some things to check out. Um, starting with handgun lights, um, Surefire, uh, it, it kind of rules the roost, but I will tell you that Streamlight makes some really neat products that compete with Surefire uh, from a pricing perspective. Uh, maybe something you want to take a look at as well. Uh, also, um, Streamlight is also making some small weapon-mounted lights. If you can find a holster to go along with your gun and those lights, that become very viable options for almost pocket-sized guns or very, very compact weapons. Um, so I'm going to start on the side of the Streamlight with like the TLR6. Um, is a is a light that's been out for a while. It's a hundred lumen light, combines a laser. It's got fairly intuitive switching, uh, enough light to give you maybe twenty to thirty yards of visibility um, to really see what's going on up close with somebody that's you know thirty feet away, fifty feet away. Um, having the laser integrated is your call. It's something you can turn off or turn on uh, and run either in conjunction with the light or run standalone laser if if you want to do that. I don't know why you would, but um, or you can run it light combo or light only if you don't like the distraction of the laser that some people experience. Um, the 100 lumen light doesn't sound like a lot in this day and age, but if we go back literally just 10 years ago, um, a 65 lumen Surefire P6, P6 or 6P, pardon me, was, was a wow, what a neat tool kind of light. So 100 lumens will get the job done for most civilians in most situations. Um, but very compact light uh, from a mounting perspective that generally mounts to a specific gun based on the shape of the gun, the radius from the trigger guard uh, up into the frame. Um, the switching is on the sides, so it's fairly intuitive to get a hold of from either side. It's ambidextrous. Um, so not, not a bad option at all. And the price point generally seems to run around a buck 15, buck and a quarter, something like that. Um, with the Streamlight, you can go up a bump. They have uh, the new TLR7 lights, uh, 500 lumens, significantly more output. Um, looking at a rail-mounted light now, so you would have to go to a gun that's big enough to have a rail on it. Uh, you lose the laser, uh, no loss to me, but you know, again, if you like that, then you might want to chase down a different option. Um, 500 lumens on this light, the switching on this light's a little weird. Uh, instead of having buttons, it's, it's, the buttons are a different shape. They are fairly tactile, um, but a nice form factor if you're talking a G19 and not wanting the light to protrude past the end of the gun for a Glock uh, or one of the new 4-inch Smith Compact 2.0s. Um, and 500 lumens with a lot of light dispersion or a lot of spread. Um, not a ton of reach, but it'll fill up a room, especially in a residential size structure. Um, it'll fill up a room, no problem. So, you know, some really neat options from Streamlight coming around there in the little light category. Um, if we bump over to Surefire in the small light category, as much as I love my Surefire stuff, I'd like to grab a hold of someone at Surefire and smack them. Um, Surefire's got their XC1, XC2, XC3 series lights. Um, the, the one uh, was originally a 100 lumen light with horrible switching, um, 
it, it, switching that would break beyond just being not easy to use. Um, it had a switch that was a crossbar switch for constant on versus the pressure, the constant, you know, the surefire pushy pushy from the back end of the light that's so intuitive, works great momentary, but if you want to flip up or down, it didn't do anything. And I get those are all form factor issues when you're trying to cram uh, light into something that small that's actually concealable. Again, that particular light um, intended for something with a rail, so G19, uh, that Smith Compact 2.0, 4-inch barrel size, uh, just disappears on those guns when you go to conceal them. Um, Surefire did fix that light with subsequent additions of that light. The switching's gotten dramatically better. I think they pushed the output up to 300 lumens. Um, the battery is nice because it's a common battery. I think it runs off a AAA or something like that. Um, so, you know, those are really good options if you have a, you know, if you just can't get comfortable with a large gun or a large light. If you're carrying appendix and maybe you're seated a large part of the day, either in a vehicle or at a desk or something like that, and you can carry uh, those lights in the right holster make an outstanding option. They give you just enough light to do some work, um, but allow the gun to remain very, very comfortable. Um, so in that small light category, is there anything you would want to add, Brian? Yeah, I think in the small light category, these kind of are the options. Uh, the really nice thing with the, you know, the Streamlight TLR6 is that it fits on guns without rails. So that's your Glock 43, Glock 42, um, some of your Ruger products. Yeah, Sig yep. 938. Yeah. Uh, and if you're looking, you know, for that that micro kind of fighting gun or what I like to call the non-permissive environments gun. Yes. Um, that is, you know, the light to use in those situations. Absolutely. Um, and and you know, the light on the gun is an opportunity to maybe not shoot something that doesn't need shot, and that's probably the environment where you're really going to have to. You really need to make sure that you're not putting rounds on something you don't need to. And out in the wild, it's nice to have a light on the gun. That's the way to do it if you carry a little gun. Um, if you step up in size, you know, I mentioned G19, uh, Smith Compact 2.0, you know, 4-inch barrel. Um, it, it, honestly, anything with a rail on it at this stage of the game, you can put a light on that's, that's honestly amazingly effective. Um, when we push into more full-size or what would I think I refer to as duty-size type lights, uh, think TLR1HL, uh, think... Um, Surefire X300U um, in the alpha configuration on a handgun. Uh, those lights are now pushing out with a Streamlight 800 or 850 lumens. Uh, with the Surefires, they're pushing out a thousand. The 600 lumen Surefire light would light up 100 yards and beyond um, it pretty easily. Uh, the new thousand is ridiculous because it reaches even further and has more spill. Uh, the TLR1 has a lot of light. It'll give you 60, 70, 80 yards, depending on the weather conditions. Um, for whatever reasons, the tonal quality of that LED um, doesn't do real well when there's a lot of moisture in the air, where the Surefire seems to burn through it. Mm -hmm. uh, but the 850 lumens will flat out fill up a space. If you're inside a structure, you'd have to be inside a warehouse for that to not be enough light. And with a lot of spill, it lets you see what's going on. It would really suck for someone to sneak up around your hotspot and kill you um, because they were in the, the dark corners of what your light doesn't show you. So um, that's something to consider on a handgun light, especially you're not talking about reaching out any kind of distance. Um, reach versus spill, hotspot versus spill. How well does that light spread those lumens around for everyone to use? Um, the TLR1HL does a phenomenal job of that. Uh, the new Surefire 1000 lumen light, 
I don't know if it's just because it's so many flipping lumens coming out the end of it, mm. or if it actually has a good spill versus hotspot combination, because I just haven't played with that one on a handgun enough yet. Uh, on a rifle, I, I love it on a rifle, but we'll, we'll get back to that in a bit. Um, considerations when running a big light on a handgun are going to be comfort. Um, you know, we had a, a company here locally in Ohio that made the, the perfect example of an outside the waistband or inside the waistband convertible holster for handguns with lights like X300s um, and TLR1HLs. And it just became a non-starter purely from a dollar standpoint for them to continue to make that holster. So unfortunately, we lost one of the better options in the market. Um, if you're carrying appendix and want to carry a light, your options again are fairly limited. Uh, we're, we're running the Boedemann products, Gotham. Uh, it's available for the X300. It's available for the TLR1. It is a phenomenal holster. Um, appendix, uh, if you're seated, it's something that you can tolerate for. It's as comfortable as I've found if you're seated. And if yeah. you're vertical, I wear one all day, every day. Um, you know, and from the from the seated perspective with the Gotham, uh, I've driven to Texas and back, wow. wearing a G19 with an X300 Ultra in a Gotham. You're a better man than I am. Uh, and I've I've needed to adjust it about three times on the way down and about three times on the way back. Yeah, I can make so it about it's doable. Yeah, I can make it about two hours in the car with the Gotham, um, and then I'm ready to get out and stretch my legs. Um, having said that, that's going to be, it's not the holster, it's the light. It's the gun with the light on it. Um, I've driven nearly to Canada with an appendix rig on, no light. Uh, so, Brian is also significantly leaner and taller than I am, so that could be a comfort issue based on my life choices. Um, at this stage of the game, I'm going to stop working on life choices, though. So, um, Really good options. Uh, again, these full-size lights, it, you know, and it, so weigh those things out from a price perspective. If it's truly a budget issue and you're working with limited dollars, um, you know, we used to really kind of pick on the Streamlight lights because the mounts weren't terribly durable. Um, the bulbs, when they ran incandescence, really weren't all that well shock isolated. In the last three to four years, everybody's gone to LEDs, um, but that doesn't mean everybody's a viable option. There are a number of lights out there that are LED that, you know, in any of these size categories that just don't hold up to any kind of impact use. They don't hold up to being exposed to the elements, especially to water. Um, but shock's the biggie, um, you know. And so the Streamlights now have all metal chassis and metal mounting systems. Um, the Surefires have a lot more metal in the system. The, the X300 Alpha still has a plastic rail mount, but it's a proven design that holds up. So, you know, these are definitely the lights we would recommend on a handgun. Um, if, you can, if you can be comfortable with the light, if you've got it within your budget and you want to chase down the holster, um, you know, probably the better option is going to be the X300U at 1,000 lumens or the Streamlight TLR1HL at 850 lumens. So anything to add to the big lights on pistols? Yeah, I mean, the big thing with the light on the pistol is that, one, it allows you to positively identify, you know, what your target is. Uh, and we, rec you know, we always recommend running the weapon-mounted light kind of in conjunction with the handheld light. Absolutely. Because we're going to use our handheld light to do what we need to do until we you know, have a, a fairly high confidence that we need to draw the weapon. You know, at which point we're going to draw the weapon and switch over to the weapon-mounted light, um, as that gives us the opportunity to you know to drive the pistol with two hands and operate it pretty much just like we would during the day. Yeah. Uh, the other big advantage with the weapon-mounted light is that it gives us the contrast we need to see our sights. So we get a good sight picture, um, almost looks just like a daytime sight picture with these newer weapon mounted lights because they put out so much output 
Uh, yeah, I want to add yeah. a, a note to that. Um, you know, I, I, you know, in my house, we've got kids. Um, if I, if I, something goes bump in the night and I find myself searching my house, um, which with kids, Lord only knows where they're at at any given time. So that unfortunately is a corner I may be forced into. Uh, the handheld lights essential at this, by the same token, if I, if for some reason or another it dies, it's not in my hand, I drop it, Lord only knows, whatever. Um, with some of these brighter lights, you can bounce light off of a ceiling, not pointed at anybody standing in a room, but still light up that entire room based on bouncing light off a ceiling, off a wall, um, running different angles with the light. Then if you're doing a limited pen search or limited penetration type search of your own home, tapping that light, use the walls, use those different parts of the room that will reflect light. Some of these lights are bright enough, they will reflect light off a carpet, which is incredible to think about. Um, the handheld light's a must for me in that situation because I can't just put holes or point guns at anything in my house until I've identified it for certain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, definitely something to consider with some of these brighter handheld lights. You're not going to get that out of a 300 lumen or 100 lumen handheld light. So the adjunct is a handgun light's a good idea. Um, also with the handheld lights, if you're running it with the gun, I see guys running some of these little rings and stuff like that uh, from Thrim. Um, Surefire's made some different devices. Uh, they have colloquial names that I'm not going to use here, but you guys probably know what I'm talking about. Um, those are great adjuncts to the light if they don't get in your way and you practice with them. Um, but also bear in mind, if you're going to guns, you've got a handheld light and you're going to the firearm with the light on it at that point, you can just drop your light on the floor and use the gun for the moment and then solve that problem later. So that's a tactics issue. So I'm taking yeah, issue. The uh, you know the other thing is you really can't ever have too many too many lumens or too ah, much light. Ah. Uh, it's still kind of you know something we hear uh, on a regular basis. Everybody complains. Well, the the lights put out too much light. I'm going to blind myself. No, you won't. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you talk having, to anybody in the industry doing it right now that that does low light stuff, to there's at this stage of the game on commercially available products mounted to a pistol, there's no such thing. That's too much light. Yeah, uh, it just it gives you the opportunity to, um, you know, to reach through multiple rooms, to reach to the end of a larger room. Um, some of the you know the newer lights, it it almost feels like throwing the overhead lights on. Yeah. Um, when you turn those on, um, it, it just gives you so much more situational awareness, and the person on the receiving end, um, they're not able to see past that light, so it gives you a fair bit of almost like throwing a smoke grenade or concealment you know, it kind of builds concealment because uh, they just can't see past that single point of very bright light that applies to the handheld too so yeah good, good you know go, go bright so um i don't have anything else to really throw out there on the handheld lights other than get out and use what you have and understand what it will actually do um i like switching mm-hmm. um switchology on some of the different lights the stream lights have most of them have a strobe option um, on the stream lights, it's a rocker switch uh, on the back of the light, on the handheld lights, most of them. And if you toggle one way on one side, it's momentary. The other way is constant on. And then that pattern is flipped on the other side of the light, uh, which is no big deal. Train to it, learn how to use it. Um, the Surefire lights, if you toggle up or down, they're constant on. But if you simply press the back of the light, um, they're momentary. <clears throat> I personally like that, but that's also what I've used for going on a decade now. 
Um, every time I pick up a Streamlight light, I end up doing something stupid with it and not being able to turn it off when I want it off. That's not a fault of Streamlight. That's the fact that I don't have enough time with those lights and don't use them. Um, but bear in mind, the Switchology is different. Uh, I know some very talented uh, shooters who swear by one or the other based just solely on the switching, um, if nothing else. And, and they're close enough to the same now that that's a consideration as you're looking at them. So, sorry. Yeah, the switching is, you know, is important. Um, you know, if we've got to go to guns, the last thing we want to do is be thinking about how do I turn the light on or how do I keep the light staying on Yeah. Uh, when we need to be solving other problems. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely something that can get practiced, you know, dry fire at home. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, you know, learning how to run the light is definitely a, you know, it's a dry fire conversation. It takes reps. Uh, the more you can... You know that you can practice it dry and then validate that training you know on the range so if you have either an opportunity to to shoot at your range at night or you know to do some low light training you know obviously we, we highly recommend yes. doing you know professional low light you know training both from a concealed carry permit holder standpoint and also from a law enforcement standpoint sure the the one thing i will throw out both of the lights have available to them um grip pad switches um i'll probably get flamed for saying this i love my dg switch on my gun um, but i've been using one for a long time it allows me with small hands to draw the light and have it on as soon as i want it on and as a civilian i'm not nearly as worried about light discipline if i have time to think to draw my gun i can keep my finger off that pad but if i need it right now i don't have to worry about my short little carny fingers missing that switch so um that's that's a big nod the Streamlight version of the pressure switch is a little bit clunky, but I don't have time with it, so I don't know about reliability, durability, function, things of that nature. Um, on the Surefire lights, the other thing I like about the Surefire from a switch perspective is that if I push the rear of the light, it's on. If I push the rear of the switch for the momentary, but if something happens, it's off. And I, if I just let go of it, it's off. I don't have to toggle it back off. And that's generally how I run the lights anyways in a momentary situation. So, so cool. Yeah, uh, I think we're going to wrap it up with that. Cool deal. So, uh, awesome. Yeah, if you got questions, please uh, drop us an email, info at Cap City Outfitters, or just stop by the store. We're looking forward to seeing you. Thanks, guys.